For BYU Idaho Radio, I'm John Mitswain, and today over the phone I have Tamina Allred, a foster mother who mentors other foster parents, and she is also involved with the Village 5K Run, that uh, event that is coming up. Thank you for joining me today, Tamina. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm so excited. Thanks for doing this interview for us. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Can you tell me more about the 5K run hosted by the Village Foster Care Organization? Thanks so much. We have got, actually, we've got a lot of wonderful hosts and sponsors for this event. It's really exciting. We've got Madison Health, who's um, helping out. They're going to have someone up there doing first aid and cheering on our runners, and that's our local hospital um, and also a lot of the doctor's offices and we've got the meadows it's a rustic venue for weddings and family reunions and um, work retreats or fly fishing it's just right above crest creek and they're helping sponsor us and then we've got green canyon hot springs who's letting us have the run up there and they're going to give a day swim pass ticket for each runner that can be used anytime this year so they can get that pass after they run and stay and swim that all that evening all day and evening or they can go back home and bring it back and have a day to swim another time and then we've got big dog solar benchmark potato flam funeral home and idaho credit union and kettle embroidery who've also helped us with sponsoring and our prizes and treats are prizes by ricks for graces and McChico's, that's the area of McDonald's, and the Rexburg Les Schwab, and Kanoa's Hawaiian Grill, and Pizza Pie Cafe in Rexburg, and, and Brolum's and Teton Running. So we're super grateful for all of them and their help. We have uh, several previous foster moms, and some that are still fostering, that um, created a place called The Village. And it was dreamed up by a wonderful foster mother named Jackie Burt, who got this started. And Jackie has had a lot of foster children and several she's adopted and a lot of teens go through her home. And she has a gift for helping these kids feel better about themselves in a really, really tough situation. It's really hard on these kids. And, and when a kid comes into the store, it's called The Village. Jackie fusses over them and helps them feel good about themselves and help them help them find clothing, um, toys, or, you know, uh, if it's a teenager, electronics, they have a beautiful blankets. We have some wonderful women that, that do gorgeous quilting for us. Um, lots of people in the area donate blankets. And so we've got plenty of lots of blankets and toys and clothing that have been all donated by people in our area that these kids are able to pick since they come into care usually without anything that belongs to themselves and whatever they get at the village is theirs to keep and you know wherever they end up if they end up in a foster home an adoptive home and then sometimes it's so awesome a lot of them get to go back to their own homes and that's just so exciting and they get to take whatever they get at the village with them wherever they end up it's theirs and so this has just been a super, super fun thing. And so what we're doing the fun run for is the fun run was an idea of I had taken a friend of mine, Georgia Hansen, down to help volunteer at the village. And her brother, Clayne Hansen, um, from Rexburg, had this great idea to do a fun run because we're always trying to find ways to pay the rent for the building for the kids to be able to come in and pick out their 
clothing and toys and school supplies. And so the fun run is for the purpose of that is to earn money for for rent for the building. We have a, a really nice building for the kids to come in and pick out their things. And so we're excited. It's September the 9th up at Green Canyon Hot Springs and the race starts at 10. Of course, you'll need to be there early to get a parking place and get your packet and get get your number on and ready to run. So, how okay. yeah. Do you have any questions at all? Y- yeah, <laughs> I have a lot more <laughs> questions. Um, how can people sign up to be runners for the Fun Run 5K race? Oh, I'm just so excited. So it's we've got it really simple. There are posters all around town that you can just go scan the, the QR code on. We've got them on um, Facebook, on um, all the area pages. And so you can, you know, scan it there. The village, you can follow the village on Facebook. It's the village of Southeast Idaho on Facebook. And you can go there and, and just scan the poster there. Um, or you can go to the Idaho Foster and Adoptive Parent Association webpage. And then on that webpage, there is, uh, when you go to that page, then there's a spot right at the top where you click the village. You can read all about the village. Both the Facebook page and the webpage keep a current list of the needs, what we need at the village, um, like, oh, right now we're low on size 10, 12 boys underwear, you know, things like that. We need a, a, a brand new crib. Um, if if anybody's willing to team up with a bunch of friends and buy a brand new crib, that would be a nice thing to have there. Every once in a while, someone will get a, maybe they were planning on just taking a few, a couple of grade school kids, but a sibling group comes in and maybe there's several kids and they want to keep them together. So they take the grade school kids and the baby, but they weren't prepared. And so it's just nice to have a, an emergency crib for an emergency last minute placement like that. We don't, the foster parents are expected to come up with their own beds and cribs like that. We just try to keep them in stock for that emergency to keep siblings together that might otherwise get split up. And so that would be a a nice thing. So those, the needs are always placed there. So those are easy ways to find it. Um, We are hoping that the, that the runners will do a donation to the village. The donation you go, um, it sends you separately right over to the Idaho Foster and Adopter Parent webpage so that you're making the, the donation directly to the um, 501c3. Um, so any donations can go there, even if you're running or not running, um, the, the donations can go there. But an easy way, if you just want to go right in and register, is our tiny URL. That makes it a little easier to remember. So it's um, tinyurl.com forward slash village fun run. And if you just type that in, it'll take you right to our little jot form where it goes through the steps to register you to sign the liability waiver and register for the race. And that registers you for the race. And we would love to have racers. It would be amazing or, you know, any way people can contribute. Um, we're grateful. Are you, are you okay if I tell them a little bit about the age out kits? Yeah, I was honestly, you're, you're just giving me all the information. You're killing my questions because you're answering <laughs> it ahead of time. It's so great. Um, I was oh. going to ask, you know, how can the public contribute to the race that, you know, for the people who are not running in the event. So 
go right ahead. You know, give can you give me information on, you know, what this uh, had? I'm so sorry. Was it the kit? You can tell I get so excited about this that I jump ahead and cut you off and don't let you do your no, question. No, you, you are awesome. I really am, You're great. I am so excited about this. My part that's been so fun is because I get to mentor other foster parents, then I, I know who the foster parents in the area are. And so then when I'm over volunteering at the village and something comes in and somebody's donated, I'm like, oh, I know which family could use that. And I'm able to contact the family or, or maybe a family that they, you know, when you're fostering, quite often you have your own kids plus the foster kids and you can't, you just can't go drive somewhere to get things. And so a lot of times what we'll do is we'll find somebody that's um, going back and forth places and maybe a foster family just got a placement of two or three siblings and somebody will put together an order of, uh, you know, we'll do a video call with them from the store and we'll find the clothing they need. And then we'll call around until we can find one of us that can try to get it closer to them so they don't have to drive so far to get it because the village services all of southeast idaho it's 17 counties so it services all around pocatello preston and then rexburg driggs you know idaho falls clear up to salmon um so it it's tricky for families to come and get items but um so we try our best to help get them through and so i get the fun time part of maybe doing a video call while i'm at the village village with a maybe with a foster team to help them pick out the clothes that, that they would want so i'm not just picking it out and um or maybe with a foster mom to, and then she can say oh it would be so great if he could have a certain type of a backpack or whatever because this is his style and that makes it fun and and um a couple months ago, I had an amazing experience where we have a family in Rexburg, the Don and David Pulsifer family, um, a couple of years ago, decided that they were going to start putting together the age out kits for um, foster care. And it's to the point where they're servicing a lot of not only these 17 counties, but some of their age out kits go all through Idaho. The, um, that are put together right here in Rexburg from donations here in Rexburg. And what these kits are is when uh, children don't get adopted and they age out of the system, they're going out to live on their own without that family support. And so the Pulsifers will put together a big kit with all the items that would be like your towels and your bedding and your kitchen supplies, your silverware, your dishes and your pans. And so that these kids will have that little kit to help them set up an apartment. It's usually about five large boxes of items. Right now, we've got plenty of bedding for those. People are so generous and we're so grateful. Um, a, an item that's easy, if you wanted to bring something to the fun run or something that can be donated easily that doesn't take up a lot of room for us to get back and forth, it would be like a set of silverware, you know, things like pizza cutters, spatulas, um, a little kit to go in their car, you know, a little um, kit of tools. I had like two months ago, a young man come into the village who had just aged out of care and he was coming in to, to pick up his age out kit and his little car was out front with the hood up and smoke just coming out of the hood. And he, oh, he was just such a precious young man. And you could tell things had been really hard for him. And he just came in to pick up that kit and to see the joy on his face and how happy he was and 
to let him go through and see the beautiful blankets that have been donated and handmade. We have people that make beautiful, beautiful quilts for these kids to choose from and, and to see the joy on his face when he found a really super soft one that he was super excited about. And that was just, it was really fun. I get the joy of being able to see the faces because these kids have been through such hard, hard things. And, you know, it, anything we can do to just build them just a little bit is great. We're super grateful. How did you get involved with the village foster care organization? Well, I was, I was helping mentor foster families. Um, so like if, if it's a brand new foster family and they get a placement and um, of course the social workers have to have a life. And so they, um, they can't be taking phone calls 24 seven all the time. So usually what they'll do is they will give each family of someone that's fostered before them a phone number. So they know like they might get my phone number or we have Emily England and a whole bunch of other people that do an amazing job. And we, and they might get one of our phone numbers and then that foster family, if it's, you know, sometimes I'll get a call in the middle of the night. I had a, a like a, a little foster mom who'd never had a baby before and she's called me in the middle of the night. How, how do I get this baby to sleep? The baby's crying, you know, things like that. I just didn't know where to go or this baby's got a fever. What's my next step? What do I, what can I do since it's not my baby, you know, making those decisions, how to make those decisions. They might call us and we don't have the answers. Most of the time we have to refer them to the social worker, but we, we can just kind of help give them support. And so when Jackie Burt started the village, she asked us if we would come and just kind of help her. And it's just been such a joy to go down there and get to see these families. Jackie opened the village just right around Christmas time. And then she, Jackie had been waiting for years for a, a kidney transplant and her kidney came available and she got a kidney transplant. And then right after that COVID hit. And so she kept that village open and going and running and servicing foster families. Uh, it was just absolutely amazing to watch her. She she would go get an IV and then be at work at the store in a few minutes and, and be helping the family, you know, going through all these hard things. I was just absolutely amazed. I have been amazed to see the miracles that have happened. I think uh, Jackie's idea with this store is it's not she's not doing something for herself she's doing something for others and she is you know there's a lot of prayers that go up in that behalf and we see a lot of miracles that happen for these kids we can tell people really care about them and that god really cares about them indeed he does in what ways does the village foster care organization help these foster kids prepare for adulthood? I know you were mentioning the age out kit, but what are some other ways that they are being prepared for adulthood? Well, it's really hard because a, a kid has to heal from trauma before they can take on responsibility. And you know, you have to do one thing at a time. And there's there's a lot involved in trying to heal and get through that process and, and then being able to um, go on and to be an adult. And more, you know, we more try to be the cheerleader. But it is exciting to me to see when I first 
decided, oh, I want to help with foster care, I honestly thought that foster care was about that the social workers were about just taking children away from families. And it was really exciting for me to go in and get trained as a foster parent and to watch the social workers do everything they could to help the family succeed and the child, if possible, to be able to go back home. That was a new concept for me. I know that's not always what happens and that's not always what should happen, but it was exciting to me to see that social workers do work really hard to work with the entire family and with the child, get them the help they need to um, do, like you said, to help them get prepared for the next step in their life, what the next thing is, and um, try to get all those things in place. The Fostering Idaho is not through the village that's separate, but they do have a lot of trainings available for the foster parents to help them help the kids through and to into the next step in the next phase or phase or whatever it is. But the first thing, of course, is helping the child heal, heal and just get through the trauma, the entire family heal. It's 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 a hard thing. It's a scary thing for a child. It um, there's nothing easy about it and um and that's why i think there's so many people that want to help these families and want to make sure these families that are trying to help with fostering succeed we're just super super grateful for our foster families awesome well thank you so much for your time today tamina i really appreciate your information that you have given us um to uh, you know, really know a little more about the Village Foster Care Organization and the 5K Fun Run that is coming up. September the 9th at Green Canyon. And we would love to have, and I, I, I was going to say, love to have more runners, but you know, there'll be a lot of people that'll just come and walk together with their family and just enjoy visiting. So you don't have to be a runner, but it's fun to have runners, but it's fun to have people that are just there to support and enjoy walking and um, any way people want to contribute. We're just so very, very grateful.